I'm Holly Houghton. I'm Michelle Reyes. And I'm Noreen Noble. The three of us are certified life coaches and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we all love people and we love helping others. So we decided to bring our coaching knowledge about intentional thought, along with our love and knowledge of Jesus Christ and his teachings, to create a podcast where we can explore how all this can fit together. We hope that with you, we can become more mindful and learn to find joy in any circumstance. And ultimately, strengthen our faith in Jesus Christ in every thought. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the In Every Thought podcast. We're on episode number 15 today, and it's going to look a little different. We're really excited. We're calling it the model in action. And how we've decided to do it is we're going to be dividing it into two parts. And we thought it would be super fun to take everything we've learned here together, bring it all, put it together, and run some models. And so today on part one, I'm going to be running through my model. And then next week, Michelle and Noreen will be running through theirs. And before we begin, I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who's listening and giving us back so much love. We just really appreciate it. And it's been fun to learn together. So we're so grateful to be here and we're grateful that you're here too. All right, let's jump in. To start, I'm going to review the model. So if you're not as familiar with the model and you want a really in-depth review, go back and listen to episode two. But for right now, I'm just going to give a quick summary just to refresh your memory. So remember the model we have CTFAR and the C is our circumstance. The T is our thought. The F is our feeling. The A is our actions. And the R is the result we create for ourselves. So just a few tips as we get started. Remember the circumstance is factual. It's neutral and keep it short. Just keep it like a phrase in there. Same with the thought. The thought is what we make the circumstance mean. It's our opinion. It's where the good stuff is, the drama. And again, we want just like one phrase in there, one thought. And that thought, when we think it about our circumstance, our thought is what creates our feeling. And our feeling is a one word emotion. And then that feeling fuels our actions. Now, Remember the action line can be a lot of stuff, jam-packed full of good stuff. So it's our actions, our reactions, our inaction, all that we put in there. We really get a good look. We become really aware of how is that thought and feeling driving my actions? How am I showing up? And then we can look at all those actions and we can easily see, well, sometimes it's easily, sometimes it's hard to see the result. But the better our action line is, the easier it is to see what we are creating for ourselves from what thoughts we're thinking. So it's going to be super fun today. It's going to be some work and some vulnerability on our part, but we are excited to show you the power that comes when we put the model in action. That was such a good summary, Holly. It's always great to get that little refresher. And I'm so excited to do this podcast where we're going to now see it in action and have it played out in everyday real life. Yeah, it's going to be fun because we're going to get into our minds and the and you listeners can see what's really going on in our brains. Yeah, and I think what it will also showcase is that we struggle with the same things as everyone else just because we have 
knowledge and awareness doesn't mean that everything is magically fixed. Like we still have to use these tools on a daily basis. So we want to help you do that. Yeah. Cause life is 50, 50, right. Haha, plugging our <laughs> other episode. <laughs> yes, for sure. And okay. So to your point, there's no like right and wrong. Exactly. This is how you do it. You have to follow these exact steps. So these are just some ideas today. We're just going to kind of explore it, have some fun with it, play around with it. So if you're going to actually take the time to sit down and write out a model, what I like to do very first is a thought download, which is basically you're taking all the thoughts in your head that are swirling around that crazy up there. And you're just putting them on paper with no judgment. Don't don't second guess it. Just write down whatever comes to mind. Good, bad, ugly, just write it all down. And then once you have, it could be a few sentences. It could be a whole page long. It does. It doesn't really matter. But once you get down kind of just what's really on the forefront of your mind, then we separate out the thoughts and the circumstances. Again, another plug for, I can't remember which episode it is, but we have one where we talk about the difference between the thoughts and the circumstances. And so that's the very first thing we do. So we do a thought download and we separate those T's and C's. Can I offer a little tip? Um, when I first did a thought download, you guys, my thought download was, I don't know what to write. This is so hard to think. Like just, I was writing literally every thought that was coming into my mind. And once I start, it's like one of those brand new pens when you kind of have to like rub it a little bit and then the ink starts flowing. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that with a thought download and you have to do all the, the ones like, this is so boring. I don't have time for this, like all those things. And then you can kind of pull those out. And by the way, I don't have time for this is a thought that I did actually have to do a model on because mm. that wasn't truth you know, things like that. But it was really good. Just literally any thought that comes to your brain. Yeah. And I think also a lot of times, especially when you know about modeling, um, self-coaching, all of, all of this work, you wonder like, how, how do I apply this? Like, how do I get started? And for me, and it, it could be different for different people, but for me, I look for things where I feel like I'm getting tripped up. Like I'm not getting the results that I'm wanting, or I'm feeling some of these non-serving emotions like frustration or irritation, or just, I'm just not creating the life that I want or showing up in the way that I want or being the person that I want to be, or being, you know, the disciple of Jesus Christ that I want to be. I can hone in and decide, okay, let me take a look here. Let's start with that thought download. Love it. Those are great. And I, I do agree it. Sometimes you do just have to, it, it's kind of like, we go back to that question. We ask our teenagers, like, well, if you don't know, what if you just had to guess, like, what right. if you just had to guess what's going on, let your brain loosen it up and get all that, get all that on paper. So once you have your thought download and you separate those thoughts and circumstances, so basically the facts and the thoughts, then you just, you can grab any thought and you, and run a model on it. So for example, a few years ago, we bought a house and my husband was very excited about buying this house and living here. And I was not as excited as him. <laughs> and I really actually struggled a lot with moving. I didn't really want to move from where we were living. I didn't love the house we bought. There were things I loved about it, but overall I just had a lot of 
other emotions besides happiness and excitement that I was feeling. And so this is an example of a thought download about my home. So again, it's just kind of whatever, whatever's in my head. So I wrote, why did we move here? I didn't even want to, I don't even have a say on where we live. This house is too old and it's going to cost too much money to fix up. We can't afford to live here. I don't want to spend our money on fixing it up, but I don't want to leave it the way it is. That is why we shouldn't have bought it. It's going to cost way more in gas to live here and take more of my time. We will never be able to take care of all this land. I should be more grateful. I don't like feeling so upset and mad about everything. So it's kind of just this jumbled mess of like a little judgment, some of my frustration, but it's just me taking everything that's in my head and putting it on paper. And I think when you do this thought download, obviously that was very like vulnerable and opening of just like what truly is in your, th- in your mind and what you're thinking. We do it just like non-judgmentally, right? We just throw it all down. We don't worry about, oh, I, I, I can't believe I'm thinking this. Like you, you just throw it all down, right? It's just a very non-judgmental place because then we're just going to go start looking at the difference between circumstances and thoughts, and then find that thought that we can then evaluate. A lot of times you really will find that the majority of what you write down is thoughts and you'll find very few circumstances actually. I know, even though you think most of these are circumstances, right? they're really not. <laughs> like if I look back at this thought download, I'm trying to even find one fact actually. <laughs> but once Maybe you that might move. think- Right. Well, you, you might think, oh, that it's expensive to, you know, like all these things you think are circumstances, but they're, they're really for sure. Because I did like, this house is too old. Like in my mind, that was just a fact, you know? And it's like, well, what, what is it? How, what is too old? It's going to cost too much money. I, I can't afford to live here. My brain does think that those are circumstances, but that's what's so like, to your point, so, um, powerful about writing it all down and then slowing it down. And you question, like you might need to go sentence by sentence and really ask yourself, would everyone agree on this? Is it factual? Like, you, you know, cause sometimes it is really hard to tell the difference and catch what is a thought and what is a circumstance. And one more thing that was a lot of thoughts in there. And when you look at those and think I have to run models on all of them, Maybe you do, but honestly, once you pick one, especially if it's around the same topic, usually when you look at the one that probably hurts the most or whatever, once you run the model and look at it, it almost kind of quote unquote cures all the rest of those thoughts too. Sometimes, (laughs) not all the time, but I'm just don't get just don't get despondent. (laughs) You look at all your thoughts and you're like, I've got to do this with every single one of them. No, no, you can, but. Yeah, but you don't need to, right? Right. A lot of times just pulling one thought and then running a model it. And actually, I think even before pulling the thought, just recognizing like, oh, all these actually aren't facts just kind of helps loosen that in your brain. It loosens up a little bit and helps it not have such a hold on you, I think. So anything else before we move on to grab a thought? Okay. So if this was my thought download, which it was. And I want to just grab one thought and put it in my thought line. I, I put the thought, this house is taking all of my money. So I thought back to when I last had that thought and we had just got one of our um, propane bills. And again, 
the propane, I didn't want to live in a house with propane. So that was another, my, one of my thoughts on, on my thought download of all the reasons this house was not where I want to live. Right. So I got a propane bill and it was way higher than I thought it was going to be. So I put the propane bill as my circumstance. Cause I, that's a fact. It's just a dollar amount. You can put the amount actually of the bill in, in the circumstance. So, and then my thought is this house is taking all my money. Now, when I thought this house is taking all my money, how did it make me feel? That's going to be my feeling line. It made me feel mad. And when I felt mad in my action line, we're working our way down the model. So when I felt mad, the actions and how I showed up was I was blaming Ryan for making us move here. I was showing up grouchy around my family. I was thinking a lot of negative thoughts in my head about my life and about my house. So I just continued to find more evidence that this house is costing more than we can afford to live here and all the things I didn't like. I wasn't accessing my creativity on how to make it what I want. Because remember in our action line, it's also what we're not doing. So I wasn't accessing creativity on how to make it what I want. I wasn't thinking about ways I could save money or maybe even make more money. I wasn't taking responsibility for choosing to live here. I mean, Ryan didn't force me to sign those papers and pack up the boxes and move here, but yeah, I wanted to think he did. <laughs> and I was missing out on all the things there really was to enjoy about my new home. And so when I was thinking my house was taking all my money and I was feeling mad about it and I was showing up the way I was blaming everybody, being grouchy, not taking responsibility, not being creative. My result was I was giving more than just my money to the, my house. I was giving my happiness. I was giving the control over my emotions. It was more than just this dollar amount of money I was giving my house. I was giving it so much more and then feeling like a victim to it. And so when I ran this model, it like just blew my mind because in my mind, I was thinking the reason I was mad and the reason I was showing up grouchy around my family and thinking negative thoughts and finding all the evidence was because the propane bill was so high, but it wasn't the propane bill. It was because I was choosing to think the thought, this house is taking all my money. And when I thought that my result was I was giving my house more than just my money was taking my happiness. And so just slowing that down, what seemed this really innocent thought, like, oh, this house is taking all my money, really helped me recognize what I wasn't taking responsibility for. And so just slowing it down like that and even seeing that in my result was enough to kind of shake me into a little bit more reality. Holly, can I just sneak a comment in here? I really love that. I love that the connection that you made between the thought creating that feeling that you're experiencing and it not being the circumstance. Cause all of us, we fall into that. We think it's our circumstances that's creating those feelings when really it's our thoughts about it. And that makes all the difference It's one of the most significant things that I learned through coaching, going to life coach school and all the things. And speaking of life coach school, I wanted to put on my coaching hat listen with my coaching ears and just point out one quick thing about what you shared in connection with your circumstance. You said that 
the circumstance was your high propane bill. And what I would invite you to do and all of us to do is to really evaluate our circumstances and make sure that they are completely factual and not subjective though. Adding the word high in there makes it somewhat subjective because some people might say it's high and other people might say it's not that high. Um, and so when we make it completely factual, that really does neutralize it and give us that much more power over it. And I bring that up because a coach brought that up for me one time when I was being coached and it just made all the difference. I think when we're doing modeling work and those of you that are, our listeners that are work running their models, for example, you might be evaluating your environment, your quote, messy house. Really, that's not a circumstance. The circumstance is the number of articles of clothing that are on the floor or the number of dishes that are in your sink. There are 10 dishes in my sink, or there are 50 dishes in my sink. If you're the case like me, where I have seven kids, like that is, that is what makes it just really factual. Um, and that will give us so much more power over our thoughts and being able to do this work. So I thought that might be a helpful little tip to add in um, when it comes to doing model work. Mm, good catch, Michelle. See, and that is why we need sometimes other people to listen to us because I wrote down propane bill. Like I even have X amount of dollars on here, but obviously my brain still believes that it's really high, which I can believe it's just causing some results I don't like. So that was a really good catch. And I totally agree with you. It's so important. And with, that's where we'll regain our power back is to recognize that it is neutral and I get to choose to think about it however I want. So good call. And one more tip, the result line is always going to be my result, what I'm creating for myself. And the result line is going to tie back into my thought line. So my thought, this house is taking all my money. My result was I was giving more than just money to my house. So I wanted to have a conversation a little bit about what it could look like. Like once we get this model down, like what are some questions that I could ask myself? Do you guys have any ideas if I was self-coaching? Yeah, I think just like you mentioned, the very first thing is just that awareness, right? And like we've been saying from the beginning, when it comes to the, the, the tool of the model is it's a tool of awareness. And just like you mentioned, Holly, sometimes that is even enough to give us a little bit of wiggle room, but once we kind of see it there and again, be sure just like with the thought download that there's no self-judgment that you're going to layer on top of this. As you see that and you start taking ownership that the reason why I'm getting this result is because of my thought that we, what we don't want you to do is then spin into shame or self-judgment. Like it's keep it neutral, even just evaluating the model, keep it neutral as well. We're just, a, we're just taking a snapshot picture of what's happening in your brain so that we can make some progress here. Okay. So you got to be really careful with that. So for me, that would be the very first thing is to just recognize, okay, I see what's going on. I see what I'm creating. Now I get to use my agency to, to either, you know, move forward and, and 
think new thoughts. But before that, there's so much power in just evaluating and what we call start poking holes um, in this model so that we can loosen its grip. Because right now it's like really planted deep into your mind, right? Uh, a question you can ask yourself, Holly, is why am I giving so much power to this house? Yeah, it's a good question. And and like you said, part of me wants to go into judgment, like, yeah, why am I it's so dumb, you know? <laughs> but if I slow it down and like, why am I? I think part of why I I am, because I still, we've lived here for two years and I I still, um, I'm, I'm a lot better at it, but I still catch myself in this same thought pattern a little bit of feeling like a victim. Because if I if I'm not taking responsibility for it, then I can con kind of just continue to feel mad about it. And I don't have to try to do anything to change it. It is not, it doesn't really make sense that we do that, but sometimes I think we do resist taking responsibility because then it requires some action on my part. That's good awareness though. Just knowing, just running this model so that you can see that really tells yourself a story, right? Like, all right, if I do want to change the result, I'm going to have to do some work. So do I want to change the result and do work? Or do I just want to be here and not do work? I mean, that's a choice you can make. I'm not saying either one is right. better. If that's what you want and that's how you feel, then that's, that's how you feel. Um, but it's good to know that, okay, well, if I want a different result, if I want to find happiness in my home, I'm actually going to have to do some work. And, but then you know what you're supposed to do going forward instead of just spinning and spinning and spinning. And mm -hmm. yeah. And, and yeah. I think either option is hard, right? It's hard to remain in that and be in that model that's not serving you. And it's hard to do the evaluation work and the, the thought modeling, but you just kind of choose your heart, right? Mm -hmm. And I think Holly, if you were to say, you know, I do want to work through this. Then one of the, another question I would ask at the very beginning is, is that really true? Is the house taking all your money? Because that was the thought, right? So that would be my next question. Is the house really taking all of your money? Yeah. And that actually asking that question back when, when I wrote this model and asking myself that it was like, no, that's not true at all. The house is not taking all my money. Like, you know, it's, and that's, I can very factually write out if I wanted to, where every penny we were spending was going and not all of it is going to my house. So it's, it was easy to feel like, oh, that's not even true. Right. Why am I, why am I telling myself that that's not true and it's not serving me. Um, so that was actually really helpful. Another, another one I really, um, liked was, uh, just looking at how I was showing up and Michelle, you talked about not liking the results. Like I didn't like myself and the way I felt showing up that way as a wife and as a mom and just feeling grouchy in my home. And so it was like, well, how do I want to feel about this house? And really, do I even know? Do I, because I wasn't ready just to totally be like, I love this house. It's the very best. And just like, mm. cause to me, the house was a negative circumstance, which we know is not true. It's a neutral circumstance, but to me it was negative. So I just didn't want to put a bandaid over it with some positive thought that I didn't believe. And so it was just kind of like, okay, this is my house. This is where I live. 
And just mm-hmm. like kind of coming to this place of acceptance, not like I love my house. It's the very best. It is like, this is yes. my house. And how, how do I want to feel in my home? What is there to love, you know, and, and just started kind of, it just opened my mind to maybe asking some of those questions and not, and not feel so close. It, it was more like, like you said, I, my agency kind of opened up to me as I started wiggling that loose a little bit. And so a a few thoughts, like we talk about doing an intentional model. So once we get our unintentional model, we ask the questions, we kind of poke holes. We, is it really true? You know, look at it, like not a why, like, why am I thinking that? But like, really like, Hey, what's going on for me? What can I learn about myself here? Why am I thinking that thought and how can I support myself more? It opened me to some thoughts like, um, I'm really grateful we have heat. Like we just went through the longest winter ever. (laughs) And I am very grateful for that propane heat. And so it was like, okay, I'm grateful we have the heat and we have the money to pay for the propane. Um, Other thoughts that I came up with that were helpful is I'm really good at problem solving. I'm good at saving money. Um, We're going to be okay. We have enough money to pay this bill right now. We're going to totally figure this out. I can generate more money. And then asking myself the question, what, what is there to like about this house has been really helpful because it's helped refocus my brain. So, and I could take any of those thoughts and run an intentional model. So I could, we would keep the circumstance the same. It would be the propane bill. And I could choose any one of those thoughts that I just told you, like, I'm so grateful to have heat. And when I think that, how do I feel? Well, I feel gratitude. And then from gratitude, how do I show up with my family, with my husband in this home? It's going to look very different than my unintentional model and my thought of that we don't have enough money. So, and it, and we do an intentional model, not because I'm in a hurry to get there. And I just have to totally live in this, this thing that when I get this high bill and my mind is high that I think, Oh, I'm so grateful for heat. I mean, I can, I can be there, but I don't have to get there right away. I don't have to stay there hundred percent, but it's just knowing that that's available to me just helps open my mind to what else is possible and helps me realize that I do have a choice. I love that you talked about these realistic intentional models, because it's not like we're asking you, like you said, to go from, I hate this to, I love this and Disney princess your whole life. That's not (laughs) Like, you know, where we go around and singing and then birds come flocking to us. No, that's not what life is about. But it is about getting to a place where you're comfortable with the thought, but you're also getting the result that you want or you're getting the the feeling that you want. You're doing the actions that you want. And so I really like that you gave all those examples, Holly, because that was really good to see. There's lots of different ways to, you know, peel this potato. You can just look at many, many different thoughts and it doesn't have to be, I am so blissfully happy here, you know, <laughs> said in the pr- Disney princess voice, of course, <laughs> saying, <laughs> yeah, <just> saying it. <laughs> yeah. And you, as you were talking, Holly, I thought about two things. One, I thought about how a lot of times what our brain loves to go to is extremes. Like it's taking all my money or I could never like the all or never 
is often, and you hear your kids saying that all the time, right? You do this all the time, or you never <laughs> like mm-hmm. the brain, human brain just loves going to extremes. It's like an all or nothing mentality that we have. And so you could see that playing out. And so when you see your brain offering thoughts that are all or nothing, you might want to call it out and say, is that really true? Mm, Probably most, almost always it will be true. I'm not even going to say it's always not true because there's the, there's the extreme again, but that was the first thing I thought is you can often find a thought error is what we call it is when your brain offers you something that's all or nothing. And the other thing I thought about is there is so much power in coming to a neutral place. If you can just get that circumstance to neutral, you don't even have to make it positive. You will gain so much power when you just are able to um, explore new thoughts that, that really allow you to believe that that circumstance is neutral. That's really good, Michelle. Thank you. And so we've lived here, like I said, about two and a half years. And so sometimes I will still catch myself thinking this thought, oh, this house is so, it costs so much to live here. It's like a different version. And sometimes I will believe it and go with it. But a lot of times I'm getting better at being like, oh, there's that thought again. Like just noticing like, oh, there's that thought again. I'm really good at thinking that thought or that's funny. I'm still thinking that thought, you know, and, and kind of redirecting like, or even saying like, maybe, maybe that's true. And now what? And so we are remodeling our house right now, which gives me even more ammunition that this house is taking more (laughs) of our money, right? Like I'm like, see, that's true. But, um, (laughs) it's been really good for me to kind of work my muscles of managing my brain around like, okay, maybe maybe it's true that this, like the house is costing money and I'm choosing to spend that money. And now what, and who do I want to be? And just, again, just kind of redirecting. And sometimes my brain goes wild with it still, but I can say that I am a lot better and it's been two and a half years. And so be careful when you're running these models, especially for the thoughts we're really good at thinking and that support our belief system. Even if it's a belief system that doesn't totally serve us, that it might take some time to retrain our brain. And we just, we notice the thought and, and again, that's kind of our circumstance. And what are we going to think that we're having that thought again? Just, we can be very gentle with ourselves during this process. Yeah. A coach once gave me the visual of like a path, like a beaten path. And when you have certain thoughts, you And I guess that has a lot to do with like synapses in your brain as well. But I like the visual of like a path, like you walk that path over and over and over again, every time you think the thought. And so when you're starting to change that thought and you create a new path, going to be like, it's so much easier just to, and that, that old path might even be like a rut. Like you just slide right back into it. And so it's going to take that conscious effort to be like, nope, nope, we're coming over here. We're coming over here. So just to your point, Holly give yourself some time and some grace as you start thinking different thoughts that you are intentionally choosing that are going to serve you better. Just one more thing. I want to make sure as we are creating our models and looking to see how we want to show up and in the future and what our results are, I don't want us to just try to get a new model so we don't feel the emotion we are currently feeling. The emotion that we're currently feeling is valid. 
And I'm not saying that we indulge in it. And like, let's say, you know, Holly, you were mad. So you just go around like processing emotion doesn't mean you're like slamming doors and being mean to people. Processing emotion is sitting in with that anger and madness and saying, where, where is it in my body? And like, can I just sit in this emotion? And then you give yourself the grace of saying, I accept myself for feeling this, but I consciously want to move on and not just kind of, like you said, band-aiding it and just trying to move past it because you just don't want to feel mad or angry. I think it's very important and not to uh, plug yet another one of our episodes, but the emotions episode of just feeling your emotion is so important. Or even when you do that new intentional model, if you haven't processed that anger or that hurt or that shame or whatever you're trying to get out of, it's going to come back, continually come back because it needs to be seen. It needs to be heard. It needs to be processed. And even when you do process it, like you said, Michelle, the rut is built into our brains and we might have to process it again and again, but at least every time we do, it's going to be a little bit easier. We're going to be like, oh, hey, (laughs) anger, there you are again. We're friends. Like, I understand you. You're there. It's not going to be so dire like it is right now as you're feeling it, you know? That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And not that those, it's not like you get excited, like, oh, I'm excited to feel mad or like, I like feeling (laughs) discouraged. It's still going to feel negative, but it's, it's different, right? There's not that resistance that's going to then layer other emotions that are serving us. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing with this specific example as well is that feeling of feeling mad. It also, when I slow it down and I, I, think of that feeling in my body and where it is and how it feels. I can recognize when I slow it down that the reason I'm mad is because I think I'm blaming it on somebody else. When I slow it down, I can, I can feel that and I can watch my thoughts and I, I, Oh, I think it's the house that's making me mad. And that Ryan, and I have a whole list of things. And when I can think all those things, it's like, okay, that makes sense. I would feel that way. If I'm thinking this house is taking all my money, that I would feel mad. And it, it like, again, not to just repeat myself, but it helps me see my choice in it. Like, oh, I feel mad. I'm choosing to feel mad. Even me just saying that to myself, like I'm choosing to feel mad helps take back that responsibility. And at any time in the model, and this is what's so beautiful to me is we have our circumstance. That's just what is, but when we think a thought, it's a choice. When we feel a feeling, it's a choice. All of our actions are choices. And so at any time we can disrupt our model. And at first we're not going to be very good at it. We're going to go through the whole model. We're going to get to our result. We, you know, we do whatever we do. We slam the door. We, you know, go in our room and cry, whatever that looks like. And it'll be as we reflect and we think, oh, I see how that happened. But then maybe next time, right during our action line, maybe before I start, I, I notice myself being grouchy on my kids. I can, in that instant, choose something different if I want to. And sometimes I will, and sometimes I won't, but I have that choice or in the feeling line. If I start noticing that feeling of feeling mad, frustrated. It's this little messenger to me, like, okay, you're feeling mad. And I, 
I can disrupt that model, even in the feeling or the thought I, I have choice. We have choice in any line of the model. And that to me is like the most beautiful free, like, it just gives me so much freedom thinking of that. And so much like just empowerment for my life that I can choose and I won't always choose, but the fact that I can like gives me hope. I love that. Yeah. We don't have to be victim to our circumstances because we have power to choose. Yes. I'm free to choose (laughs) to win or lose. (laughs) Please keep that in. Oh no. (laughs) I want that in. Seminary song. Okay, guys, that was fun. Thank you so much for taking the time to go through that model with me. And obviously I still have some work to do on it and that's okay. So we are going to pause here to be continued. Join us next week as we listen to Noreen and Michelle's model. And I can't wait. We'll see you then. To be continued. (laughs) 